What's up, guys? I hope everybody has had a great week so far, and I just want to welcome you guys to Thirsty Thursday, and we're just going to jump right into it today. Let's get into it. Welcome, guys, and as promised, I have my peach Moscato here. And I just want to, as, as, just as a little side note to say, meal prepping is the most tedious, most necessary thing because it's so, you know, you gotta, it's just a lot, <laughs> but it's so necessary for your health, you know, to control your portions and things like that. And then when you walk into the uh, kitchen and your meal's already there, it's so convenient. So, you know, I just wanted to you know, rant about that for a second, but I'm gonna have an episode, um, to kind of walk you guys through my journey and everything. And we're going to do it together. But anyways, so we're just going to jump right in today. We're going to talk about communication and relationships. Um, most of all, we're going to first start off talking about relationship with friendships. Um, with my friends, I don't argue with my friends. Um, I don't feel the need. I think that's weird. Um, I think it's okay to have disagreements with your friends. Um, but arguing and things of that nature. I, I don't really get down with that. Um, but I think communication is key in all relationships, um, especially friendships. Uh, just if, uh, you, you kind of feel in some type of way about something, mainly their decisions or, you know, something like that, that's harmful to them. Okay. Not anything that, you know, that I'm butthurt about or something like that, but you know, if they're, if they're doing things that are harmful to them, making decisions, that can harm them or others around them. You know, it's like, instead of just letting it go, how you communicate about that. Um, but I think that's really important in those friendships. But today we're really going to focus on relationships, um, as far as like your romantic relationships and kind of just give, you know, my insight on it. And again, as I always state, these are just my opinions. These are not facts. Okay. But the first thing that we try to do is like, figure out why, why don't we communicate? And I'm going to say this, I am, I'm a millennial and I think that we don't communicate very well and I'm not exactly sure why. Cause I'm on the other end of the, I'm, I'm an older millennial. So when I'm, when, what I mean by that is like technology wasn't a thing until really a thing. Like I had a computer in high school and stuff, but like technology, meaning cell phones, text messaging, things like that wasn't a deal until college for me. Um, and so, you know, so it wasn't that because, you know, you have to, I can't even like, I can't, I couldn't tell you, but maybe two people's phone numbers. When I was growing up, I could do all the phone numbers. <laughs> now I know my mama's phone number and my ex's phone number. That's it. Anybody else's phone number? If I ever got lost, those are literally the only two people I could call. <laughs> But, um, yeah, but our communication is poor. Um, I think that, I think that we can all agree that most people and not just millennials, but most people in general can carry an intellectual conversation. Okay. I think if somebody starts talking to you, you can form a educated thought to be able to respond in a manner that is not like, well, I just talked to a piece of wood. You know what I'm saying? You can carry on a conversation. But I think that having an intellectual conversation 
and then communicating with somebody is two different things. And I feel like people get those two things mixed up to where somebody can say to you, well, I was communicate. We communicate every night when we talk, blah, 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 blah. But that's not it. We're, we're just having an intellectual conversation. How was your day? How you doing? You know, what, you, what do you have got going on? What are your goals? You know, those types of conversations. But like, if something is bothering you and you don't say anything and then the smallest thing sets you off, baby, we're not doing a good job of communicating, you know, period. And I really do think it has something to do with just my generation. And I know the younger people get, the less engaged they are. So, you know, we're just going to talk about this episode, um, like I said, about kind of my experiences and things that I've done and ways that I've tried to start getting better at communication um, because it really, really, really makes a world of a difference when you're dealing with people and you're trying to make a relationship work. Okay. So basically to kind of, and I've kind of touched on this before about my personality. So I'm not really, really, really into, actually I'm not into it at all. Um, astrology, but anytime I tell people that I'm a Leo, I get mixed, but similar reactions mixed meaning, oh my gosh, you're the worst. (laughs) Or I get like, you know, you're different than I thought a Leo would be. Cause I feel like Leos are kind of arrogant. Um, look at me, look at me. And I'm not like that at all. Okay. So, so really and truly for my personality, um, at heart, I'm a very introverted person. Like when I'm with my girl group, like my friends, I'm the one just kind of sitting in the corner laughing at everybody else, but I'm enjoying myself, but it's just, I don't have to be involved in the conversation. However, if I'm asked questions or if I'm added in the, you know, I can chop it up with the best of them. Um, I mainly talk my mom's ear off. Okay. She, that's where I get all of my talking out. And she is over it. <laughs> but that's, she'd be like, why don't you call somebody else? But I mean, really and truly, I just, I just, I'm just a chill individual. And my chillness, like the only time you'll see me get super extroverted is when I'm in basketball mode. I'm a different type, different type of person. Like, I can't even deny that. Like, it's just something in me. Now, um, being introverted, in a relationship, it can kind of come off as you don't care, um, about a lot of things because I'm just not like if unbothered was a person, it would legit be me. Um, I just, a lot of stuff just doesn't really bother me. And the things that do bother me, bother me. Okay. And I'm the type of person who I was talking about earlier. It, I'll let stuff go let it go, let it go, let it go. And then the smallest thing, it would be like World War Three, And they would be like, what just happened? <laughs> you know, it wasn't even that serious, but it was because of my lack of communication. And in my last relationship that ended, I mean, I was in that relationship. Well, okay. My last real, real relationship where I was in a relationship for nine years That relationship ended not just because of that, you know, among other things, but 
I feel like it's healthy. Um, and I'm friendly. I'm one of those that's friendly with my exes. Um, so it's like, I think it's very healthy at the end of a relationship when, if you guys can ever get to that point or at that point that you can kind of sit down and be like, Hey, what, what, what did I do that made this not work? You know what I'm saying? Especially in long, long term relationships. At some point, something happened. Either you guys, grew, <clears throat> excuse me, either you guys grew up and grew apart or you guys, something happened, you know, whether or not, even, even in relationships where people cheat, something happened to make them feel like they needed to do that. You know what I'm saying? And so it's, I think it's, like I said, it's, I think it's healthy when you get to that point to where you can sit down and say, Hey, what did I do? And not make it so much you, 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 and blaming that other person. It's what, what did I do that was so bad or wrong that, so I can not do it in my next relationship. And the relationships that I have been in, even my more recent relationships, communication is the big thing that keeps coming up. So when something, when, when multiple people are telling you the same thing, at some point you have to look at yourself and be like, okay, self, this is the issue. Now we have to grow from it, but you have to be a person that is mature enough to accept that feedback. Because if you can't accept that feedback, then you're not going to grow period. I mean, that's just what that boils down to. So if you can sit down and have a conversation, take some information and get better from it and become a better person for it, then do it. And with me, communication has always been a crutch in my relationships. And, you know, one of the common themes is like, you know, just to kind of give some examples of the things that were given to me. And I mean, we all grown here, so we can talk. I don't care. So like, for instance, I would do things in relationships because I didn't want to bother somebody. So I wouldn't take, I never would take into account their feelings about certain things because I'd be like, Oh, I just didn't think you wanted to. So I didn't want to bother you about it. And in my mind, okay, that's not a big deal, but because I never even communicated with them, I never even gave them the opportunity to say, no, I don't want to do that. No, I don't want to go or no, I don't want this or want that, you know, whatever it is. And, and it makes like it, and like I said, it comes off as, you know, you're not caring. You don't want to include me. And then another big thing is you don't communicate or allow me to communicate my feelings. You dismiss my feelings and that's a big deal. Um, and it's just because I have a weird thing about conflict. I don't like confrontation. So if I feel like you're upset about something that you shouldn't be. I'm going to be like, why are you crying? It like, those are my words that those are the words that come out of my mouth and it's super insensitive and I shouldn't say those things, but it's like, why are you crying? Because I'm thinking in my mind, I wouldn't cry about that. So why are you crying? And like, I can't put them, you know, in that, with that particular situation. Cause I told you guys, I think I'm an empath, but we'll talk about that in another episode. But like, I can't, um, 
in in those relationships, it's hard for me to empathize with something that I think is silly. Okay, it's silly to me, but it's important to them. If that makes sense, so. And that makes it think like you don't care, like you legit dismiss my feelings. And okay, and and you know after a while that gets old to a person because you don't care about me if you don't care about my feelings, and you can't even communicate to me or with me about a situation because I'm upset about it. Just because it's okay, you just want to brush it under the rug because I am definitely a rug brusher, um, and I can't do that. Because it it makes the relationship almost kind of resentful. It's like I came to you because I was upset about something and you completely dismissed my feelings because you don't want to communicate about it so we can get to X, Y, Z. You know what I'm saying? Like to try to figure it out. And it's almost like once you kind of cross into that territory of not communicating, even about the small things, the big things become way bigger than they should, you know, should have to be. And then you kind of, and then it's almost like you're so, like, I'm so, I was so oblivious. It's like not communicating, not being affectionate enough, you know, those kind of things kind of reared its ugly head in my relationships. And so from that, you know, what I took from those, you know, that feedback that I got is one, girl, you got to communicate. If you're upset about something, let it be known right then and there. Don't brush it under the rug because then something really small is going to set you off. And so I've really been trying in, you know, even new relationships because I'm I'm like, if, if you give me a red flag, I instantly pick up on it. Now, whether or not I'm going to like do something about it, please believe that I have duly noted that red flag. And so instead of me kind of packing that in and then getting into a situation where it's like, this is just not right for either one of us, I've started to address those red flags up front. I mean, even to the point where it's like, if I feel like you have a financial red flag, I'm just going to ask you, like, what's going on? You know, even if it's not too, too soon, because that's a little too personal, but it's like, you know, where are we? with the finances, because, you know, I'm at a certain age, I expect to date people who are financially, you know, equal or better, you know what I'm saying? So, and and I don't mean like, because I think that some people confuse, you know, when it comes to finances, like, that I want you to, you know, keep up with the Joneses. No, are you comfortable in your skin and you can take care of yourself without somebody else? Like, what were you doing before I came into the picture type deal? Um, and so really it's like a matter of me not wanting to have those communications because I'm uncomfortable and it's like, you can't not communicate just because you're uncomfortable. And that's where I kind of run into like my issues with that. Um, and it's just like, you know, one, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I mean, I'm not going to say I could care less how you treat me, but that's not what I mean by that. It's like, no matter how you're treating me. I don't want to treat you poorly. I don't want to speak to you poorly um, because of something that I'm upset about. So, and I don't want to upset you. So the communication portion of it is just, you know, one of those things, one of the biggest areas that I had to work on. And some of the things, like I said, that I started doing was 
addressing red flags right off the bat, um, especially in new relationships. Um, and, and sometimes because what you're, what is a red flag to you, it might not be, and you just need to communicate to get that clarity that you mistook something that I mistook something that I saw or that you said, and, and then you move from there or, you know, you leave it how it is and you know what it is, you know, there's nothing going further, you know what I'm saying? But y'all can just kick it, be friends or whatever. And so, um, so I started doing that. And then one of the other things that I really started doing is when I go out, um, now I haven't been out because of COVID obviously, but like when I do go out with someone I'm dating, I try to disconnect. I feel like disconnecting is a big thing because that, that's when you kind of really communicate with someone and you get to know them, see how they're feeling. And when you're in those long relationships, constantly checking in because what happens is when you stop communicating, you stop doing those things, the relationships kind of get stale and it gets comfortable. And it's almost like you become roommates and you've lost that connection, you know, that you need. And I really think that those two things have really helped me with relationships. Now, everybody else is crazy to me. <laughs> it's not me, it's them. No, but it's, I mean, it really is something really hard to work on. Um, and I'm not a very expressive person either. Like, if I like you, I'm probably not going to tell you that. And that has... I don't, I don't really know what that stems from. I need to unpack that. I need to go to therapy, <laughs> but no, for real. But, um, it's like, a I can't even describe it. It's just kind of like you, you have to do what you need to do for the relationship to work. But it's just like in the back of my mind, it's like, just, I can't like, I don't know. It's just crazy. But those things have helped. And I'm not saying it's going to be like something easy for you to do It's definitely something that I have to work on, work at, however you want to word it, um, in my relationships. And one of the other things that I've noticed, I would say the last big thing that I did is I try to be open and honest in the relationship from the jump. And one of the things I've added into that is communicating with them. I'm not that great at communicating, but I'm working on it. Now, of course, that's going to throw a red flag up in their mind for them. But it also could potentially be like, okay, she's honest and, you know, she's working on it. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm always very open with, you know, because most people, when you're dating them, they always say, like, what would an ex say about you? And that would be what they would say about me. I think they would say that I was a good girlfriend. I was a good person. But, you know, at the end of the day, she didn't communicate. You know, I'm not perfect by any means. Like, far from it. You know, and then, like, I get, like, super sarcastic. I'm that person. When you're mad, I'm laughing. And that's just, and I'm not laughing. I'm just, like, it's, like, a nervous thing. And so, it's, like, one, you're not going to communicate with me and you're going to laugh at me. Like, legit, chilling in the doghouse. But... <laughs> But I'm just saying that's like my personality. Like those are my defense mechanisms. Um, when I get uncomfortable, I kind of have like a nervous like laughter. And it's like you're hot right now. And I have a whole smile on my face. <laughs> and it's not even like that. 
But uh, yeah, I think being open and honest about it and being real with yourself is also probably step number one. You know, you need to get past the denial stage, baby girl. You do not communicate well. Yeah, at all. Okay, so I'm going to end with this. I found this list. It is on a website called firstthings.org. Now, whether or not it's factual or not, again, I don't know. But I like some of the ideas. So there's seven things on here, and we're just going to go through those and talk about those, of tips for improving the effectiveness of communication in your relationship. Number one, be intentional about spending time together. Okay. I can do that. I just struggle when it's like sports season. No, I'm like a whole dude when that happens. <laughs> so I feel like if I did want to spend more time together during sports season, I would definitely get more bonus points. Number two, use more I statements and less you statements. Okay. So that was kind of what I talked about, you know, sitting down and talking and not being so you, you, you. And what did I do? Pretty much taking responsibility. Pretty much. Because, you know, a lot of people don't want to do that. They don't want to take responsibility. It's so much easier to point the finger at the other person. But, yes, taking responsibility. Yes. Be specific. Whew. That is a word. Because I am the queen of beating around the bush. And it's like, get to the point. Like, what are you feeling? <laughs> so, definitely being specific. Number four, avoid mind reading. Now... You already know I'm a female and you know how we do, but I'm not about to read your mind, period, point blank at all. I need you to cut across the field and let me know how you feeling. Okay. Number five, express negative feelings constructively. Interesting. I take that as, now I don't. When I say I don't argue with people, now, of course, you're going to have arguments, disagreements, but I'm not going to holler at you. Like, we're not going to go back and forth yelling at each other. I'm not, I don't I do not do that. At that point, I'm going to take myself out of the conversation and you can yell with yourself. Um, so, yes, I definitely agree with expressing negative feelings constructively because I can get my point across to you without, you know, pretty much blowing up on you. Number six, listen without being defensive. I think that that is a big deal. And that right there is why I don't communicate effectively. Because when I try to communicate, you can see a person's body language breaking down right before you. Because what you're saying, they don't agree with and they don't like it. And their face is all tore up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it makes you shy away from communicating. So, you know... For for me, and, and trust, I'm not innocent in, in it either. You know, somebody saying something I don't like, I feel like that's human to be like, bro. <laughs> but definitely listening without being defensive is a good one. And the very last one is freely express positive feelings. And I thought that that was interesting that that was on the list because I feel like we do that just fine. Or maybe I... I thought we do that fine. We being humans in general, um, you know, if someone is in your life that you love, you tell them that, but I guess some people have 
I guess it depends on how you were brought up. Because a lot of people, every time they talk to someone, they tell them, I love you. And then some people, they just weren't raised like that. Not that there was no love in the home. They just didn't do that. So I think that kind of trickles into your relationships to where you don't really express those positive feelings. But if I see somebody, I'm like, oh, you're handsome. You're beautiful. You're so intelligent. Words of affirmation. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes those could be people's love languages. And those are the things that makes them fall in love with you, you know? So just be mindful of those things. But, you know, I thought that, um, you know, it was something I could fix overnight. And it's not. (laughs) It's work. And um, it shouldn't have to seem just like I don't think relationships should be work. I feel like if a relationship begins to feel like it's work, then it's just not going to work out. Um, But I think that communication, you have to work on the things to make your relationships work. You have to work on yourself first. And so that's what I'm in the process of doing. And I think it's going well. And, you know, really the pandemic has helped because you really can reflect on the craziness and the crazy things that you do. And that you think are okay that just really aren't. So really just start to take into consideration those things and um, also those little tips that I gave you. Um, And maybe that'll help, you know, with communication in your relationships, even if you're a person like me who is introverted or a person that is very outgoing. Um, Communication is key, period. All right. Well, I've been enjoying my little Moscato over here. It was great. I hope you guys enjoyed your drinks. I hope you enjoyed our talk. And I will see you guys on Sunday. And after Sunday, um, I won't be filming. um, Filming. (laughs) I won't be doing the podcast for a week because, like I told you, I'll be in Nashville. But I will definitely be reporting on the activities in Nashville with my friends. I'm actually going to get a COVID test on Sunday. Um, at some point, um, those are not fun at all, but, uh, we definitely want to make sure everybody is safe, um, you know, prior to us getting on planes and things like that to, um, you know, just enjoy each other's company. Cause it's been a long time and 2020 was a rough year for a lot of people. And, you know, sometimes just getting together and just having good food, good fun, good, you know, just laughter is good for the soul. And yes, we are still working out. Oh my God, I don't want to work out. <laughs> but yeah, um, Sunday, I hadn't decided what we're going to talk about yet, but it's going to be something good. Okay. Uh, but I hope you guys enjoy your Friday. And again, those that work on the weekend, I'm sorry for you. But everybody, you have a um, a great rest of your week. You stay safe and stay blessed. I'm out. Oh,